Welcome to the Ultimate Vanderpump Rules Rewatch Podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Lindsay. And we're your hosts of VPR Rewind. Um, I have a lot to talk about. This is technically season three, episode four. But before we get into that, we have to talk about Tom Sandoval on Nick Vile's podcast. Uh, mm. And I, okay, so I don't know how feasible it is to continue doing it without bringing stuff in that's happening now. Okay. Because there's just like so much going on. And I think that most of our listeners have probably seen every episode or they're watching ahead. They're not. I think you're probably the only one that's like watching it week by week. (laughs) The only one in America. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm not going to give away too much, but I think from here on out, we might have to start talking about stuff that happens in the future, especially because, especially with Tom Sandoval, because so much of where we're at in the podcast, in the season, and the things he's done with Kristen is so mirrored and the things that he's done with Ariana. Like you can't talk about one without talking about the other. Sure. Well, maybe if you just talk about that stuff, like I just really probably won't have much input. Like I can give my opinion, but like, yeah, you can just kind of take the lead on those. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's going to be, yeah. I mean, we'll just see how it goes, but um, okay. yeah, it's just hard. It's hard not to talk about everything, but I also don't want to give everything away, but anyway. Sure. Okay. Tom Sandoval on the vile files. Um, so him and Schwartz, they both went on last week onto the podcast to talk to Nick. And Schwartz got there on time. Sandoval showed up 45 minutes late. They had to call to him. the recording. Yes. They had to call him and be like, where are you? So the podcast starts and it's just Schwartz. And Nick is like shooting the shit with Schwartz and like talking to him just about stuff just related to him. And then he's like... Like, where's your bro? Where where's your dude? Like, why isn't he here yet? And Schwartz is like, I don't know. So they call him and they're like, Where are you? And he's like, Oh, sorry. Like, I'll be there soon. I'll be there on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way. It's surprising they didn't show up together. Right. So he shows up fi- 45 minutes late. And before he gets there, Nick and Schwartz are kind of talking a little bit about Sandoval. And Schwartz is like, yeah, he has this thing that I call whataboutism. And when Sandoval shows up and Nick is like, why are you late? Sandoval is like, he instead of like saying sorry or my bad or giving an explanation, he's like, well, you were late for my podcast. What about that? What about when you were late when you came onto my podcast? And Schwartz was like, whataboutism. This is what he, it's always like, <laughs> what about this? What about that? And he'll like try to pin it back Dip on black. you. Yes. So like. Oh my gosh. The week before, like a couple weeks before, Nick went on to Sandoval's podcast and Sandoval claims that Nick said he would be there at 530, but he actually showed up hours later. But they prove Nick and his wife prove via like time stamped text messages that he wasn't late, that he was on time. But Sandoval will not let it go. He's like, no, dude, no. We waited for like two hours. We waited for you were supposed to be there at 530 and you didn't show up till like 830. And Nick's wife is like, I have a timestamp text message at like 640 or 650 where Nick is like, I'm heading home from Trader Joe's. And this was after he had already done the podcast. So she's like, there's no way he could have showed up at 830. And <sighs> Sandoval is just like, nope, nope, you are late, dude. You are late. He to just my wouldn't give it up. No, he wouldn't give it up because he could not um, take accountability that he was late to a anything like you're just late just say you're fucking late right like, it is what it is yeah yeah so i thought that was hilarious like that what aboutism because that is that's hilarious oh, oh yeah it's totally tom sandoval um i'm pretty certain that he's drunk it, like at tom some sandoval? point yes mm. so he had been sober for like eight months and he had just started oh. drinking again and i'm pretty sure that he's drunk on the podcast at some points he's talking in this like weird like terminator accent and then at some points his voice gets like really low and quiet and he's i mean he's just like all over the place all over the place interesting he 
can barely answer a question in a full sentence. It's just a lot of like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. Dude, just, yeah. Yeah, man, dude. I just, uh, I don't know. That's all he says, like the whole time. And I'm like, are you okay? Like, are you tripping right now? Or I, I don't understand. <sighs> um, and then at one point, you know, they start talking about this whole Scandaval Ariana thing. And um, right now, Tom and Ariana are living in the same house still, but they have a no contact policy. So they are just um, roommates, essentially, talking through their assistants, through each of their assistants. Like they don't even, they're, they're barely even roommates. Did they purchase this house together? They are in a purchased house. Okay. They did. Yes. Yes. So, and she, he won't leave. And the reason for his not leaving, it's the stupidest fucking thing ever. This is what he said on the podcast that the reason he isn't leaving is because when his parents got divorced, his dad got the house. So he should get the house. But they didn't get divorced. They don't. Well, they broke up. So he thinks, yeah, but he thinks she should leave and he should get the house because that's what happened with his parents. And he's like, and when her parents got divorced, her mom got the house. And so that's why she won't leave. And I'm no, she won't leave because she's like, you fucking cheated on me. I'm not packing up my shit to go. Right. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. So they're in a big like whole thing about that. So Nick asks him if he think. Ariana deserves to be petty and Sandoval says, yeah, she's done. Yeah, she does. And she's doing a good job of it. He says that Ariana won the breakup lottery because she's doing so well. Oh my God. I'm like the audacity. I'm sure she would much rather not have gone through all of that. Yeah. Like not had the stuff that came after it happen, even regardless. Like, oh my God. Right. She didn't win the fucking breakup lottery like her boyfriend of nine years had an affair. <laughs> like wow. that's, not, that's not the breakup lottery. Like, is she killing it right now? Yes. But it's because like Tom's soul sucking energy isn't a part of her life anymore. Mm-hmm. Like somebody yeah. I heard somewhere like when you break up with someone and this isn't the case for every breakup. Like some of them are just because it just didn't work out. You guys weren't compatible, whatever. But when there's a toxic person involved, like the person who gets the glow up, like that's not the toxic person in the relationship. Right. Like Ariana mm-hmm. wasn't the toxic one. Sandoval was. And, right. that, and his life is stagnant. It's the same. He's the same. His life is the same. So clearly, like he was the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he says, he also says that Ariana needs to stop focusing on him and leave him behind because it's, it's not a good look for her. And I'm like, she fucking left you behind the minute that this shit came out about this affair. Like Uh, she doesn't talk about you. She won't even say his name in interviews. She, she just says my ex, like she will not say Tom, she will not say Sandoval. She just says my ex. And she's dating someone new. Like, she's not talking yeah. to you, bro. Like, she's good. She's not thinking about you. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Nick asks if Tom has learned anything from this experience. And he says to never cheat like that again. Oh, can cheat, but just not in the yeah. same manner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What a and then idiot. Nick is like, what do you mean? And what do you mean cheat like that? And he's like, Tom's like, what? He goes, you just said I would never cheat like that again. He's like, I just mean like not, I would just wouldn't have an affair. And I'm like, that's not what you meant. Yeah. You meant Get you back track. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna be sloppy. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. What a piece of shit. <laughs> he is such a piece of shit. And this is why I'm like, as we have talked through the podcast, I'm like, it's so weird to see this other version of him in the beginning. But also hearing him watching, rewatching this whole like breakup with Kristen and then hearing him talk about Ariana, it's like I'm living in, um, what's that called when you, that's like deja vu. Mm. 
because he says he also says in the interview that like the reason why he cheated was because Ariana belittled him and like talked down to him and like all the same shit that he said about Kristen. Kristen. Yeah. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's really hard. It's really hard that to to break up a nine year relationship. And I'm like, okay, let me just go on record and say that I broke up a, a nine year toxic relationship. And how I did it was I I moved out. I didn't have an right. affair. I didn't cheat. I didn't like I just left the situation. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter how long you're in the relationship, like having an affair and cheating. That's it. That's right. not the answer. There's other ways. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the way he did it. So that was, that was what happened. That's the right way. Exactly. Yeah. And I think and he that- even like said the same thing about Kristen. He was like, Oh, we've been together for five years and we share all these things. And it's just like so hard. It's so hard. Blah, blah, blah. And like, meanwhile, he's like kissing Ariana and like having her in his back pocket you know, yeah. or when they break up. So it's just the same. It's, it's just so mirrored. It's, I don't know. It's hard to like watch him is, do it all over again. Is he currently single? Um, He just, just like the other day posted something about how he's dating some model. I don't know who she is. I was going to say, has he had any single time? Because he went straight from Kristen to Ariana. Mm-hmm. And then Ariana to the girl he che- did he have a relationship after with the girl he cheated with Ra- Raquel Ra- what is it Raquel Rachel yeah Rachel. um yes and no um for a little bit so she ended up going to like a mental health facility and checking herself in after all of this came out because there was just so much hate for her and while she was there her and Tom were still in contact. So I wouldn't say there was a relationship per se, but they were still in contact. Now there's none. They have zero okay. contact. Um, so he maybe has been single for a couple months. Interesting. Yeah. So hmm. definitely not any time to like work on yourself. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Like, did he have time? No. But okay. That makes sense, no. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during this time when he is like, you know, saying how Ariana belittled him and blah, 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 he actually attempts to belittle Nick and is like, well, what's your, what's your longest relationship? And Nick is like eight years. And Tom is like, oh, oh, okay. And you could tell that he thought Nick was going to be like, oh, like three years. And then Tom could be like, see, you don't know. You don't know what it's like to be in like a long term relationship right. and like how hard it is to break it off and blah blah blah. blah. But then when Nick mm-hmm. was like eight years, he was like, "Oh shit, I got nothing." <laughs> I got nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't. I know. Um, and then he like randomly starts talking about how his mom gets a real Christmas tree every year and how he like rubs his face on a Tweety Bird ornament, which is why I'm like. <laughs> What? What the fucking drugs are you on? <laughs> <laughs> it's so <sighs> random. I oh I my god! I don't even know how they. I can't even remember how they got on that topic. But he's like, he gets real quiet, and he's like, "Yeah, dude. Like every year, you know, I go home, and my mom, she gets a Douglas fir. He like names the Christmas tree. She gets a Douglas oh fir, and like." I have this like favorite Tweety Bird ornament. She puts it in the back because, you know, she says it's ugly, but I always pull it out and I put it in the front. And I like rub my face on it. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening <laughs> right now? It's, oh my gosh. It's so weird. Like, and I don't, you should go listen to it. I don't think it really gives away anything um, that you don't okay. already know. Like, especially okay. since you know that the, the um, affair was with Raquel. You should just go listen to it. It's yeah, uh, I think I'm going to. It's it's long. I think that um I think it doesn't really start with the two of them until like maybe a half hour into it. So you can like skip through like oh, a okay. half hour. I, he talks about just like 
random shit with his wife or by himself or whatever. Okay. But um, yeah, there was a lot of buzz on the internet about this. The interview? <laughs> interview, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, I'm definitely have I'm gonna have to, to yeah. listen to it. Yeah. And then um so I've also been listening to Raquel's podcast. She has one. And she's basically telling so she hasn't until she had this podcast, she really has not come out and talked about her side of this at all. Oh, okay. So it was only like the beginning of January, maybe, that she started her podcast. And she talks about how Tom um, was like very manipulative in this situation and how she was, I don't want to say brainwashed, but she, I don't know. He just, he really took advantage of like her vulnerability and made her feel really important. And like, she was the only one for him and all this stuff. And it's, the whole cast is pretty mad at her for they think she's not taking accountability for what she did. Oh. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think she has taken accountability. I think she still is taking it, but she's also saying like Tom is a master manipulator and he is. And when you're in that kind of situation and you're with a person that's like that narcissistic, like you can't see the trees through the forest. Is that the, mm-hmm. is that the way it goes? You I think so. The forest through the trees, whatever, whatever that saying is. Yeah, something like that. You can't see what's actually happening in your life until you get out of the situation. Right. And you see it when you're looking back on it. Mm-hmm. So looking back Which on is it. True. Yeah. Yeah. So she and she went into this mental health facility for a while and she's done. I think it was like a trauma therapy facility. And so she's done like a lot of um, trauma therapy and just learning about like what she went through. And I think that I think that she is very aware of what she did. And now she's very aware of like what has happened to her. But most of the cast is like, I can't believe that she's even on there talking about this and like just blaming Tom and all this stuff. I'm like, she's not blaming Tom, but Tom is blaming. Is she friends with anybody from the cast? Not now, but she was. She's on the show. Yeah. I just didn't know after all this happened, did she remain Mm -hmm. friends with anybody? No. No. Did any of... Okay. I'm not... I'm going to just keep asking questions, so never mind. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And... Um... I forgot what I what else I was going to say about it. But her oh, I was going to say that she is talking a lot about behind the scene production and things situations that are set up mm. on the show, which is interesting because the rest of the cast will tell you it's not scripted, it's real, this is real life. And I think especially in the beginning of the series, like it really was yeah. And I think still to a certain extent it is, but in the last couple of seasons, there definitely have been situations and scenarios that probably would not have played out if production hadn't been a part of it. And I don't know. I have to assume there's, she has signed some kind of NDA. So I don't know if she is breaking it by saying this stuff and she just doesn't care. Oh, or, or what is going on or maybe it's not the truth but i don't know why she would lie about it now you know right or so, maybe there was I like think- a uh there might have been like a you can't talk about this for x amount of months post yeah. production or you yeah. know now all of a sudden she can maybe yeah i don't know but so hers is very interesting as well um if you guys haven't listened to that yet I think you definitely should because it gives a a whole other side of this story and a whole other side of the show in general that I don't think that we really know about. I don't, you shouldn't listen to it, Lindsay, but okay. Okay. <laughs> the rest of our <laughs> listeners should. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll leave it. So yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, like there's one instance, so she's not on the show anymore. 
she decided not to come back for season 11. And in the premiere, this isn't really giving anything away, but in the premiere, there's a clip showing Lala reaching out to her um, via text message. She does like a voice text or whatever and saying like, hey, like, I know you're the last person. I'm the last person you thought you would hear from, but I just wanted to like talk to you and make sure you're okay, blah, blah, blah. Well, at this point, when this is filmed, Raquel is at the Meadows at this treatment facility. She doesn't actually see the text. Her assistant does. And she doesn't get the message until later when she gets out of the facility. So she's like, I didn't even know that Lala sent this during filming until I watched the season premiere with everybody else. She's like, I had no idea. So to me, it was fake as fuck. Because yeah. she didn't do it off camera. She did it on camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did it and she's for like, the camera. I yeah. think that they were trying having her reach out to me because they were trying to get me to come back for season 11. So it's just shit like that. That like, yeah, yeah. now producers are like getting in the mix of things and like setting things up. And so it's right. not really like real anymore. Rather than being hands off. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I have noticed, like, especially watching that first episode of the new season, like, I now appreciate these first seasons so much more because there's not as much money put into it, into production. Um, and so it doesn't, even the opening credits of this new season, season, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not really into it. It doesn't really feel real. But these, not like these first seasons do. Do you think because of all the, like, the drama that surrounded, like, the Tom and Ariana thing, they were like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, money. Like, yeah. this is where our ratings are now. So we're just going to, like, go over the top and, like, they just completely are going to overdo it. Yeah, I think so. And I think they have the money to do that now. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't oh, honestly know how much longer, like, the actual show will last. Yeah, because that just nothing seems real. And now, when the show started, we didn't have all this social media. We didn't have podcasts. We didn't have all this shit. Mm-hmm. And now people are talking so much, and like you can dig into things. And I, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. feasible it is to keep having a real a reality show that isn't really reality. You know? Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll just have to see yeah. how the rest of it plays out. Yeah. Those are my Let's thoughts. Keep doing it, and then. One other thing is that, um, so on the last episode, after we stopped recording, Lindsay and I, um, we stayed talking for like another hour about, (laughs) um, our teen celebrity crushes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. We just went through all of the like nineties, 2000 heartthrobs. And then, so I had said that like my biggest one was Josh Hartnett. Mm -hmm. And then I was listening to Stassi's podcast last week and her and her friend were kind of talking about the same thing. And she was like, oh, I just loved Josh Hartnett. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was like, that's so funny. Oh, there you go. I feel like not many people did. But yeah. So I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. That is funny. Okay. So season three, episode four, Jax knows best. (laughs) Literally knows best. So the episode starts out with Jack, Sandoval, and Schwartz meeting up the day before Jack's big nose surgery. Um, and they are heading to get their eyebrows done. And I just thought this was hilarious because I feel like today it happens often. You hear about guys getting like pedicures and their eyebrows done. Back then, I did not hear that much about it like I think about when it's aired and stuff I don't remember it being such a thing so I think it was funny because they were all kind of like joking about it and like Tom was so into it like Tom was of course Tom he was yeah he was like just a fucking pro I think in LA and because they model I think that was probably standard standard back then yeah but here in West Michigan no Guys no. weren't getting their fucking eyebrows done. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I had a laugh because they pulled out the shirts and it was like Jax's nose on the shirt. And I'm like, what a guy yeah. thing to do. Like, nobody's going to fucking wear that shirt. But yeah, like, RIP to Jax's old nose. Yeah. Um, 
but I just had to laugh because Sandoval like was so particular and he was like not too high of an arch. Like <laughs> calm was the really fuck down. Into it. Yeah. Yeah. It was and just, before was they funny. even went in, it was like the middle of the day and they all pulled like beers. They stopped their bikes and like pulled oh, beers out of their backpack on the side of the building. Yeah. Yeah. And then when um I was gonna ask you too, because when they walked in, Tom was like, Oh, she the girl at the counter was like a server or waitress at Villa Blanca, I think. Oh. He like made a comment that she was a server or something over there. And so he had already known her. So I was oh. gonna ask you if she like came to be a part of the show, but I don't think apparently so. not. I didn't even pick up on that. Uh, next up, we head over to Sir um and Katie and Stasi arrive. Stasi heads over to Ariana and is just kind of shooting the shit with her. And she's like, I really, really want some sir food. And she's like, and I really want the discount. <laughs> she was like, I just want these goat cheese balls so bad. They're just so good. Goat cheese balls. She just like kept saying it. And I'm like, first of all, that doesn't even sound good. I know some people love goat cheese. I I, I, I shouldn't say it. I just had it. Die I've never for had a goat it. cheese ball. You've never had it? I've never had goat cheese. It just does. I've had goat's milk and I did not like it. So I just feel like goat cheese. I probably wouldn't like it either. Have you had goat's milk? I've never had goat's milk. Okay. But goat cheese is so good. I like salivate just saying the word goat. My brother likes a pizza that has goat cheese on it. Um, it's so but, good. Like, I um, wish I owned my own goat so I could just make goat cheese whenever I wanted and not have to spend, like, $17 at the grocery store on it. But I don't actually know. I don't buy it. <laughs> oh. But I have <laughs> I have it, like, when I go to restaurants. Okay. Like, a lot of times they'll do, like, a um, like a goat cheese dip or whatever. Kind of like a bruschetta dip with, like, okay. it's creamy with, like, marinara, what, stuff okay. like that. But oh my god, it well, is so good. I need to try, try it. it because yeah. I've only had goat's milk and that shit was the fucking just dis- most disgusting shit ever. So I, I don't think any milk is good. So that's true. I probably want that. I like I do like cheese and I do not like straight up milk. So maybe I should try it. I don't know. You should. So she um they were talking about everything. Ariana was talking about how her and Tom are just like so happy and they're doing really, really well. Then she gets into telling Stassi about when Kristen came over to get the cable box. And she's like, she came (laughs) over like all dressed up. Like she was going somewhere, but she was just coming over to get her shit. Uh And she's like, I just felt like I was watching like a delusion. She's like, it was so bad. (laughs) Yeah. So awkward. And Stassi was like eating it up. You know, she wanted the gossip. She wanted to know what was going on. She was so intrigued by it. And she's like, I know that Kristen is going to try to weasel her way back into this group. She's like, Mm -hmm. she's going to try. She's like, no way. She's not going to. Oh, she does. She tries. Stassi is still, she's very, it, it comes up so often, like even on that reunion that we watched from season two. And then now again, she's like, I just don't understand how you can be okay with Sheena and Kristen being friends because Sheena is Ariana's best friend. Like she's like, I just yeah. don't understand how you're okay. And I feel like Ariana's like response. Like she's just like, it is what it is. Like it's, it doesn't bother me. Like she's just very like not a jealous type of friend or like a no. start it kind of person. I feel like. Yeah. Um, she's just very chill. Shows- like why? Why would you want to have that drama in your life for no reason? Right. And it just yeah. shows she's very, like, mature. Like, you can yeah. have friends that have other people. So. Right. I thought that was good. Um, over at – and then uh, over at the pump lounge, the manager comes to Lisa and says that <laughs> Schwartz had a panic attack and walked off his shift. Oh, my God. And Lisa yeah. just is like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, she's like, yeah. I could just wring his neck. And I was like, the fact that you have a panic attack and walk off, like. And you begged for this job. Begged for the job. And that's what Lisa said. She's like, he begged and begged and begged for this job. I gave him the job and he walks off. Like, what the hell? Right. So over at Katie and Tom's apartment, Katie arrives home to talk to Schwartz about why he left. And he said it was a whole bunch of people. He didn't have enough training. And she's like, well, how many bartenders were there? And he was like, there were three. And she's like, that's plenty. Like, yeah. 
that's funny. She's like, Jax could even do it. And I just had a laugh because I was like, <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I don't know if you noticed the hearts on the headboard of their bed. It was that Valentine's Day like episode. Like, what did he? Is that just their decoration? I think that's that, just their decoration. I'm like, that tells me everything I need to know about Schwartz. Like, you have no balls. Yeah. It, if any, if I did that with any of my bo- ex boyfriends, they would have been like, "What the fuck is this shit on our bed?" Like, no. If it was not for Valentine's Day, and you were like decorating your room cute or whatever, it wasn't even cute. First of all, but it looked no, like it wasn't a Dollar Tree, a Dollar Tree garland. So if that is your home decor. I think it was. I don't think it was Valentine's Day. I think that she just put that up. And Katie even like, think that that looks cute. Like, I don't know. I, I really don't yeah. know. Wait, did we miss the part about Sheena and Kristen having matching tattoos? Um, yes, actually, we did because I think that happened when Stassi and Ariana were talking. Yeah, they were talking they got about like, how- matching like music symbol tattoos or something which or i was, was confused I because um yeah it was like the music like a music note like a yeah yeah like a music symbol and i'm like what does kristen do that's musical she she plays the guitar remember in that one episode she was playing the one guitar episode, the one episode <laughs> yeah that one episode but also <sighs> they're not even that great of friends no no i feel like, like you and i don't even have matching tattoos no like, what I don't know. I just so weird. In in the music note. Yeah. Like what like, a I, weird fucking symbol to get with somebody who isn't even me. Like if they were in a band together. Sure. That would make sense. Yeah. If you if you played an instrument together. Right. You know. You sang together. I don't know. But I'm like. That's oh, so, so odd to me. Sheena probably wanted it. And Kristen was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'll get one, too. Like. Probably. It means nothing to Kristen, I'm sure. Right. Right. Um, so Schwartz is talking to Katie about, you know, like he just couldn't handle it. And he's like, it's so different than like my normal cushy jobs. And I'm thinking, you're a grown fucking man. Do you need a cushy job? Like, is that what you need? Do you need somebody to hold your hand through your jobs? Because I get modeling is different than bartending, but holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's just be clear. <clears throat> none of these men are grown. Like, yeah, that's true. In in age they are, but sure. not maturity level. No. And Katie was like, I just really hate to tell you. And he's like, don't say it. Don't say it. And she's like, you just have commitment issues. She's like, you can't even commit to a shift at work. How are you going to commit to like marriage and kids? And he was like, oh, I will. And she's like, no, that's just, it doesn't work like that. And he's like, um, in his interview, he's like, I know I let Lisa down and I really let Katie down too. And I'm like, yeah, cause you can't even fucking do a shift at one job. shift. Right. One shift at yeah. a job you begged for. <laughs> right. I just can't like, imagine. I don't know. I just can't imagine as a, a woman, and I guess this is a double standard, but as a woman having to constantly be worried about providing for myself and my boyfriend or significant other or whatever without him really contributing like that would just stress me the fuck out and especially it's okay and like like you said double standard in a way like it would be so different if like he was a stay-at-home dad or you know like he had a reason he couldn't go right like he's literally just taking these modeling jobs that are sparse and right She's got to pick up the slack. Like, if he doesn't have jobs, who's going to pay the bills? Katie. Right. Like, yeah. at some point, you are going to get sick of it and be like, I need to be with somebody who can, like, hold their own. Like, yes. Bring yeah. some value to the relationship. Right. Because they're not even having sex. So what are they even having a relationship for? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Share rent costs, I guess. I, maybe. Maybe it's just too expensive there. I guess. Uh, next up is Jax's surgery day. And he's like super nervous when he goes in and he's like, I just need some like words of encouragement. And Schwartz is like, I got nothing for you today. <laughs> so Schwartz can't fucking hold a job or give words of encouragement. Like, what, why is he even alive at this point? I just laugh so hard because he's like, I got nothing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then the doctor comes in and he like they're prepping Jacks and he tells Jax, you know, you have to limit your physical activity, no working out, no sex, no nothing. And Jax is like, what? Like, no sex. And I'm like, dude, like, give it up for a couple days. Like, calm down. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. 
Yeah. Um, like, what am I supposed to do? Just sit down on the couch all day and eat yogurt and watch soap operas? <laughs> I was like, it's called bed rot chic. And that is how I live my life. Like, I don't see anything wrong with like, this. Yeah. Sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> live it up. Yeah. Live it up. Um, Sorry, guys, if my voice sounds weird. I That's a little scratchy, but that's all right. A little congested. So just bear with me. <clears throat> um. Actually, let me go grab some water. Uh, what kind of water is in a can? <laughs> well, I went to the fridge. <laughs> you guys, I just came back with a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> well, I went to the fridge and I thought I had some bottled waters in there, but they're in the garage and I didn't want to go to the garage. So I just grabbed the Dr. Pepper. Oh so. my God. You know whose um, voice I always loved and like I always wish my voice was like hers, like that raspy kind of thing where you're losing your voice? Miley Cyrus. Ew, no. Um, <laughs> no. Sophia Bush. I really like her. Yeah, me too. Chicago PD is where. Oh, I really see, like I her. watched her on One Tree Hill One back Tree. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I always loved her. I've like, never watched that show either. You haven't? Don't watch it now because it's stupid. But it was, it was the show back in the day. But if you watch it now, you're going to be like, this is so dumb. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it, but I did not watch it. I think that was, was that back when we were like in high school, like when the OC and stuff was on? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Nope. I, <laughs> I liked her on Chicago PD. <sighs> back to Jax's surgery day. Um, he's like super hesitant just going in. He gets in there. They, I was surprised that they filmed him like all the way through that part because I could I mean, have done without the graphics of the nose. Them job. like uh, sticking that thing and like hammering it. Like I. Yeah. I was good yeah. at that. I was, yep. I don't need to hear any of that. Uh, surgery went well. He gets out of surgery and he's like. He asked if he had a Jay Leno chin. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like they didn't do anything to your chin. Like. I think he was just so drugged up that he like forgot yeah. what he was getting done. <laughs> he's like, do I have a Jay Leno chin? Was I a trooper? <laughs> Oh yeah, good job, Cup Scout. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you were a trooper, and the lady was like so annoyed, but you could tell like she's used to it. Like, yeah, people coming out of surgery, and he's like, "I need drugs, please don't stop the drugs." Like when they were taking the IV out of him, and I'm like, "Is that really how you feel?" And that's why you're saying it out loud, right? Because you really want the drugs. And then he's like, "I love you," like to the nurse, and she's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> He was like petting her on her yeah. face. Like, she was just like, okay, okay. Ugh. Um, so next up we're at lunch with Katie and Stassi, and they begin talking about Schwartz. And Katie's like expressing like what all happened and how she's like super frustrated and like she doesn't understand like how he just can't be a man and like commit and like have a normal mm-hmm. job and be fine and so Stassi's like, yeah, I could never. And she's like, you know, you're in this relationship with, with your, what's his name? His, her new Patrick. Patrick. That's what his name was. And she's like, you know, he's holding a job. And like, it's kind of like Stassi seeing the other end of like how a guy can be mature versus how, you know, she mm-hmm. was with Jax. And Katie's kind of stuck in that realm. Yeah. Yep. Um. And then they start talking about the OK Magazine party. And she's like, you know, are you going to go? And Stassi's like, there's going to be free booze. Like free, that's all she fucking cares about with this this party. Stassi, are they talking about the OK magazine? And Stassi's like super pumped because it is free booze. Stassi's all about the free booze all the time. Yeah, if they're free beer or not free beer, free alcohol, Stassi's gonna be there. Um, Katie then is like, Jax isn't gonna be there. And then Stassi like really didn't say anything, and she's like, Do you want to know why Jax isn't Jax isn't gonna be there? And Stassi's like. She's like, no, I don't care. Yeah. She's like, a, what? <laughs> and Katie's like, he got a nose job. And, and Stassi like, loses her shit. Yes. Her face is just like, oh my gosh. She's like, I get it. Like, if you don't like something about yourself, change it. She's like, I didn't like my chin. So I got a new chin. She's like, I get it. Right. But like a guy like getting a nose job, like she's like, what a, like, no. She's like, no. Can you imagine? She's like, I could never. <laughs> like, and I, I do think though that he I think he did actually have like a deviated septum and like he had to get it fixed because he like couldn't breathe right. And the doctor said that like several times, like even yeah. later in the episode, he's like, can you breathe now? Like, how do you, how's your breathing? Like, so clearly yeah. there, there was probably something wrong, but 
he also probably helped him a little bit cause like to look. Yes. Yeah. Two birds, one stone kind of thing. Yeah. I've always talked about getting a nose job, but why I have a hump in my nose. Oh my God. You cannot even see it. Are you serious? I never would have noticed. You don't see this? No. My brother always, I, I broke my nose when I was like four or five, maybe. Uh, my dad and my brother were wrestling in our living room and I came like fucking gun blazing through the house, like running <laughs> and like fell over them and hit the coffee table, <gasps> like right across the bridge of my nose. Oh my gosh. And broke my nose. And my mom like obviously took me to the hospital. Yeah. And because I was so young, they're like, like they couldn't even set it because I was so little and my nose, there was nothing to do. Oh. So right here, it is wider in this section. And then my profile, you can see like a bump and like it's so tiny. I'm always like self-conscious. No. And my brother, it's probably my brother, my fucking brother. He was always like, Oh, look at your rippled nose, your rippled nose. Like, yes. So well, I Ryan's think he gave me. And Ryan, I know you listen to this and you're being a dick. So stop. <laughs> You're talking about my fucking nose. <laughs> That's so, so mean. Yeah. All because uh, of him. I mean, he was the one wrestling. So anyway. Yeah. Back to. Well, don't get a nose job. Your nose is fine. Okay. You don't okay. Well, after seeing that surgery, I was like, I don't know if I want them like hammering my nose. So <laughs> right. I'm be okay. <laughs> Might be okay on that. Um. So next up, they have a scene where Jax is heading home from recovery with Schwartz in a fucking clown car. That a clown shit. car killed me when I, I saw them. It like it is like the equivalent of like all the girls in high school that had the VW bug. Yes. And I I guarantee you, like Schwartz picked out that car himself. Like I don't think he, that's Katie's car. Maybe it's a car they share, but I get I can guarantee you, like he picked that yes. himself. Because I remember there were girls in high school who had VW Bugs, which I thought they were super cute, great. But I never saw a guy driving one of those. No. And definitely not a grown-ass man. And what is this, a Mini Cooper? Isn't that what it is? Yes, a Mini Cooper. A Mini Cooper. And they just... And Jax is so fucking tall. He's, like, (laughs) laying in the back seat, practically. Pretty much, yeah. And I just, like... When they showed the the picture or, like, the scene where, like, they're driving, I'm, like, I can just imagine him, like, honking this, like, clown car with, like... (laughs) fucking annoying ass horn and like <laughs> and then he's got that like pink phone case too and i'm like what is going on with you dude what is going on he's just like, a fucking mess he's a fucking a mess. mess he's such a mess he's still uh, a mess yeah so many yeah. years later i'm like what i don't understand so they're driving and Jax is like in a lot of pain. And every time that Schwartz like slows down or speeds up or whatever, Jax is like, oh my gosh, like that hurts so bad. Like stop doing that. And he's like, I have to slow down. And he's like, don't hit the brakes. Just don't hit the brakes. And I'm like, they're fucking driving in LA. Like, yeah, they, yeah. Hit the you probably have to slow down. But well, it was just hilarious. probably feel every single movement. I'm sure it's like fucking Fred Flintstone <laughs> driving the car in there. Like you can feel every bump and every break. Yeah, because it's definitely not a luxury ride where it's gonna no. be pushy and no. no. It was just funny. So they get to Jax's apartment and Jax heads in. I don't know if Tom was like parking or what he was doing, but Jax just heads up himself and he's like crawling up his stairs. And I'm thinking. You had a nose job. It really isn't affecting your legs and your arms. I mean, I guess if you're in pain, you're in pain. But like, no, I think it's the drugs. Okay, yeah. I thought he was saying that no, because like, well, I don't know what he's on, but I'm assuming like he had a morphine drip or like, like I've been on Dilaudid before, like when I had my kidney stones and that yeah. you feel like you're on a cloud. It's the best. It is. But, uh, it yeah, is. It really is. So like that I is can't the one thing on that shit. Like I'd probably be doing the same thing. No. That um I had that as well when I had like gallbladder. It was like a whole fucking mess with my gallbladder. But um like Vicodin or Norco or whatever doesn't do anything for me. Like it is no, the same as me taking a Tylenol. Like it does yeah. absolutely nothing. So they had to give me a dilated drip. And it's amazing. <laughs> I know. 
and if I like, could have that at home, like in an IV bag, yeah. I could just, yeah, every day I would. Literally, like thirty seconds after it's injected, you're just like, yeah. Listen to us. The, the people are gonna be like, you fucking people are drugged. <laughs> We're not. We promise we don't do this, but it's just. Wait, I only Great. don't do it because it's like not allowed. I can't get my hands on it. If I could, I would. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, um, that's probably really why I love like gummies, like weed gummies so much. Cause you kind of get the same effect. I just wish I didn't like eat as much when I took them, but <laughs> one day, one day I'll try them. One day. Yeah. <laughs> one day. <laughs> Um, so Jax gets inside and immediately like goes to his bed over in the corner of the living room and he's just like screaming, I need my drugs. I need my drugs. Like, damn dude, like calm down. Yeah. Like, did you just get a nose job so you could have drugs? Right. Cause that's what you were talking about in the recovery yeah. room. Now you're talking about it. Like, is that, are you just like, were you really looking forward to those? Yeah. Um, He's like, I need my Vicodin and they can't find it. They're like looking through his prescription bags. Schwartz, I don't know what the fuck he is even doing there because he does not look like he's being very helpful. <laughs> he then they were trying to pronounce the name. And they um, I think he kept he kept saying like something, and it was Alprazolam, which is the generic for uh Xanax. Mm. And or Adivan. No, Xanax. One of the two. Okay. It's been a few years since I worked in the pharmacy. But anyway, um, they were trying to pronounce it and like they couldn't. Well, they come to find out they didn't have a prescription for Vicodin. And so Jax calls and he's like, hey, I just, they don't have anything. And they're like, yeah, it should have been there. And he's like, I don't have a prescription for that. They didn't pick it up at the pharmacy. And then like Jax is like, hello, hello. And like his phone had died. So he's like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> and oh it, he is just fucking miserable he's fucking miserable uh so he lays on the bed and then there's a knock at the door so schwartz goes to the door to open it and he opens it up and sees peter and behind peter is lisa and i would schwartz be mortified like, if lisa showed up at my apartment yes knowing like her yeah like I would be like, oh my gosh, I didn't clean. I didn't I yeah. didn't have shit together. <laughs> my fucking bike's on the wall. Like, yeah. I would <laughs> like no way I would be letting her in there. <laughs> Probably need to disinfect it a little bit. Like, yeah. No. Uh so Peter and Lisa, Peter and Lisa show up and they just want to check on Jax. And Schwartz is like absolutely mortified that she's standing there. He did not want to see her at all. Because he hasn't um, seen her since he walked out of his shift. Right. Yeah, And so he just did not want to face her, yeah. which I probably wouldn't want to face her either if I left in the middle of a shift. No. Um, and she and her, she's like, I just kind of was being a little bit of a mother hen. I just wanted to check in on because, you know, I have like such a great relationship with my staff. And I just like, which I thought was really kind of cool, though, too. Like, I thought it was cool that she like personally wanted to check on them versus just like calling somebody and saying, how's Jax or like I, I thought it was just nice. Real. Do you don't think so? No. Okay. No. I don't think she would do that if there wasn't a show. I don't think she would drive to Jax's apartment in West Hollywood or wherever the fuck that he lives and visit him there. No, I don't think she would. I mean, I don't think she was that, there that long. Well, she didn't go by herself either, though. She went with Peter. That's true. So it wasn't uh, like she like stopped on the way home. Like she right. had Peter go with her. Like maybe she was. Yeah. Come with me. I don't want to go by myself kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> that's just that's just my opinion. I think it was more of a like production thing and but who knows? It could have been. Um and she's like, "Who's taking care of you?" She's like, "Don't tell me Schwartzy." <laughs> and I just died because I'm like, "Has she called him that before?" Like I just literally I died. So. I'm like, "Schwartzy." I that just I just fucking died. And she's like, uh, do you think you can make me a cup of tea without having a panic attack? <laughs> <laughs> and he, I just was literally dying. And she's like, um, he tells Lisa that she looks great. And she's like, shut up. There's nothing you can say right now. Yeah. She's pissed. She's I was pissed. like, dude, you should just like step away from her, get her her yeah. fucking tea and, and go to the bathroom or something. Right. 
And Jax is like, I can't believe Lisa's here. And I hope she doesn't notice all the stolen goods from Sir. Oh my He's God. Like, I have yes, glasses, so funny. vodka, candles. And so I'm underwear. like, there's like yeah. pepper shakers. Like, I'm sure she probably doesn't even fucking realize it. The candles, I feel like she might, but like the other stuff, she probably doesn't even see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, Lisa, look what they put in my pocket in surgery. And he like pulled out the dildo. <laughs> and Lisa's like, that's it. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I just like, remembered. Didn't we watch a an episode where Lisa and Peter go shopping for goods for the restaurant? Yes. Because everybody is like stealing everything. Yep. But yep. really it's just she's Jack's everything. Who's stealing everything. <laughs> Yeah, it's all in Jax's apartment. He well, furnished yeah, his apartment with we sir merchandise. At, yeah, she just had to go shopping at his house. Oh my gosh. Uh, he tells her that he will see her in a week. And Peter calls out to Schwartz, when you go to the pharmacy, make sure you pick up a set of balls. And I was that like, somebody fucking said it. Yep. And Schwartz just kind of like, I don't know, he just reminded me of like a little mouse. Like he just kind of scurried around the apartment like, dodging them like kind of out of your way but he kind of wanted to act like he was standing there it was just a very weird interaction so funny you say that because in my notes for the next episode i compare him to like a a bumpkin mouse like just i don't even yeah that's what he is a little scurry a mouse just like scurrying around yes trying to stay out of everybody's way yeah but still be there yeah yeah Uh, next up, we head over. James and Kristen are going to work out together. Um, she talks about like being off of sir, like off of work, and she's like, "I don't like really mind the two weeks off of work, but like I still have bills." Like, yeah. So, um, they talk about the OK Magazine party, and he tells her that they're on the list for it. And she said that she hopes certain people aren't there. And James is like, well, if it just gets bad, like, we can just leave early. Like, it's no big deal. And I'm like, Kristen's not fucking leaving early if it gets bad. No. She's going to be right there. Yeah. <sighs> Back at Jackson's apartment, Sandoval and Sheena show up with donuts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what a weird thing to show up with. But whatever. Yeah. Um, Sheena's like, I don't think I've ever seen Jax look that ugly. <laughs> I'm like, he just had fucking face surgery, Sheena. Yeah, like, no shit. He just... He's not gonna look great. Like, could, could you anybody imagine? say anything about your fucking tooth? That's what I was just gonna say. Just imagine if anybody said about her when she had all that mouth issue. Like, I've never seen Sheena look so ugly. Yeah. Like, what a mean thing to say. Even though I did say that she looked like an alien on the <laughs> on the new season, but still, <sighs> it's all right. <sighs> um. So they're just kind of like hanging out. Jax eats a donut and then schwartz comes in was it yeah schwartz comes in and he's like oh my gosh you're bleeding and it was like jelly from the donut that had like leaked by his nose and it did look like blood coming down but i don't think i think it was blood i don't think it was jelly how would that happen how would it be leaking down from his nose when he's laying on his back eating i don't know i thought it was jelly i thought it like kind of squirted out and like came and like maybe it i don't know maybe it was maybe that's like a it's like jelly thick. It's not gonna like run in a line down your face. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. They didn't Who make knows? a big deal about it, I guess. <laughs> or like Clean blood jelly. Fine. Yeah. Um, so they eventually all leave and let Jack's rest. Schwartz was gonna head to the pharmacy and finally get his Vicodin. And Sheena and Sandoval were just heading out. Uh next up. Lance Bass arrives at Sir with Lisa to have dinner, and also his fiance is there. They're just kind of like having a good time, having drinks, and then Peter heads outside, and Katie and a couple other servers were like going over their tabs and like tips and all that. I think is what they were doing. Peter starts talking to her. They talk about the OK Magazine party, and up walks James, knocking over some fucking glasses, and I'm like. Dude just came out of nowhere. <laughs> and like, did he know Peter was back? Like, I was just like, where did you come from? Um, he asked Peter if he can speak to Lisa, and Peter's like, no, like she's busy right now. She yeah. no. And he's like, Can you go inside and like get her? Like, I need to speak to her. And Peter's like, What the fuck? Like, so Peter heads in and tells Lisa that James is outside wanting to talk to her, and she just looks so fucking annoyed. 
Yeah. Like, she's in the middle of dinner with her friends. She's not going to go out to your fucking alley and talk to you. Right. And she was like, I just don't, like, I just don't even want to deal with it. Like, I I don't. Um, and she's like, but we actually need busboys. So why don't you just give him one shift a week and tell him that he needs to leave me the fuck alone? <laughs> And I just die because I'm like, what a boss move. Like, just, yeah. yeah, you can have your shift back, but don't fucking come around me. <laughs> right, right. Oh, uh, so Peter goes back outside, tells James that he can come back, but they, like, will be watching him closely and monitoring his behavior. And, you know, they'll go from there. Katie sees all this happen, and she is, like, so frustrated because she sees James practically begging for his job, but yet Tom can't get his shit together and, like, want his job back this bad right and i'm like originally he did want the job that bad like he fucking begged for his job he did in the first place yeah but then he walks out and then just doesn't give a shit i guess um next up lisa is at pump kind of getting some things figured out looks like it's before opening and schwartz arrives and he's like do you have like five or ten minutes to talk and she's like or no time <laughs> he's like, like yeah my face. <laughs> yeah she's like can we just talk and she's just clearly just not interested in talking to him but she does and he starts off by saying he has a lot of respect for her and ken and she immediately stops him and she's like no you don't have any respect like none and like totally calls him out over it and she talks about you know you don't have respect for yourself you don't have respect for me the staff katie like nothing like she's just over it with him she just yeah. she's done he tells her that he brought his shirts and that he didn't wash them. And he's like, I probably should have washed them. Do you want me to go wash them? <laughs> she's like, I'm like, just going to fucking throw them out and order new ones. Like, no. He's like, no. And she, like, just took them and, like, walked off. And I'm just like, what a fucking idiot. Who comes and says, like, I didn't wash them. I probably should have. Do you want me to wash them? No. He's like, as a boy, he doesn't think. Like, he's not. He's just not a man. <sighs> so back at Jackson's apartment. Sandoval, Ariana, and Schwartz arrive, and Jax is, like, super bruised, obviously, healing. Um, And he has a drink in hand, even though the doctor said clearly, like, you cannot be drinking. But he just was like, I don't care. It's just a wine cooler. Like, oh, it doesn't matter if it's a wine cooler. It's just, it's not that, it's not as bad as other things, I guess, is his mentality. Um, Sandoval starts making drinks in the kitchen, like he's at the fucking bar. And then <laughs> Sheena and Shay arrive. And so they're all kind of sitting around drinking. They all start talking about Katie and giving Schwartz all kinds of shit about why she is never around. And Sheena's like, me and Ariana are like guys, girls. Like, doesn't it bother you that Katie's never around? Like, she never wants to hang out with you if we're around. And I'm just like, give it up, Sheena. Like, give it the fuck up. This is not, like, a bad-mouthing session about Katie. Like, that's literally all you guys are doing. And Jax is like, go ahead. Also, just stop, like, trying to hang out with the guys all the time. Why don't you just focus on your fucking boyfriend, okay? Like, I I don't know. I guess I don't have a lot of room to talk because I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'm like a guy's girl. And I would, like, hang out with the guys. And I just realized that, like, I was insecure and now I don't mm-hmm. do that. But she uh, she just really bugs the shit out of me. I'm like, don't yeah. worry about it. Don't worry about what Katie is doing or not doing. Yes. Worry about yourselves. yourselves. Yeah. Jax is still fucking bought her about that Katie never reached out to him after surgery. He's like, it's all because of Stassi. And all I can think about is like how Sheena was so fucking bought her when Stassi didn't reach out to her. Granted, Sheena's was a little worse. Yeah. It wasn't an elective surgery. <laughs> right. But Jax is just about Jax. Jackson, yeah, um, Jax and Sheena, both. They just like they cannot fathom that people have like other worries or or lives outside of them. Yes. You no. Know? Like the world does not revolve around Jax and Sheena. Right. Ugh. So he just blames it all on Stasi. Um, they all talk about how, you know, they're going to go to this big party and they all head out. And as they're leaving, Sandoval like pretends to punch Jax and Jax is like, oh my gosh, like, you don't know how scary that was. And I was like, was it scary because of your nose 
or was it scary because like what happened before when Jack or Sandoval like punched you? Like, oh, were you thinking yeah. that was going to happen again? Like, was it a flashback? Like, you had little right. PTSD, I even, like, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Cause like he immediately like fell back on the bed. Like he was, so that would have been the moment too, for like Sandoval to get his revenge is to punch him well, in the nose had, right after yeah. he had no surgery. <laughs> and then you need to have another surgery to correct what I just did. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so that night, uh, everyone arrives at the OK Magazine party. There's so many people there. Um, one table, it is Peter, Stasi, Christina, Katie, and Schwartz. And at the other table, Sheena, Shay, Tom, Ariana, and then eventually Kristen and James arrive at that table too. Yeah. It is just the most awkward thing ever. And awkward because everybody knows about this whole table box situation <laughs> like they've heard Kristen's side they've heard ariana's side like it's just just a fucking weird dynamic to be sitting yeah. at that table yeah. um tom and ariana ended up leaving and heading over to saucy's table and saucy says hi to sheena like in the passing and then sheena's like well i'm gonna go over i'm going over there i'm going to her table i'm like sheena should sit the fuck down she doesn't though. No. So she heads over there with fucking Kristen. Why? Why would you bring Kristen? Like why? Just to you know start exactly what it's gonna do. Yeah. You know exactly what it's gonna do to Stassi. It's gonna fucking set Stassi off. So they get over there, and of course it sets Stassi off. And Stassi is back on the. I don't know why you're friends with Kristen. Like after everything she did, why are you? <laughs> People just need to not be friends with Kristen if they think Stassi is around because Stassi does not want anybody friends with Kristen, which I, Kristen, I don't like Kristen anyway. But anyway, I know. I so get Stassi, I get why she doesn't want people to be friends with Kristen, but this at the same time, like you can't control who other right. people are going to be friends with. You're just going to have to deal with it, right? Just because she's mad at Kristen and doesn't like Kristen doesn't mean everybody else feels the same, right? And Ariana. Is fine with Sheena being friends with Kristen because she realizes right. like her friendship with Sheena is is a friendship, and Sheena and Kristen's friendship is separate than them too. Like, right? They're not bringing it in. It's not like Sheena's like, oh, I want Kristen to come hang out with us, Ariana. Like, that's not happening. Right. So why can't you just let Kristen be friends with Sheena if she wants and just don't hang out with the three of you together? Like that's right. it. Like that's all yeah. you got to do. Um. So before like Sheena could really say anything, Stassi just like gets up and leaves. She's like, I'm peace out. Like I'm fucking yeah. like I'm leaving. And then everybody kind of just trails off with her. And that is where that episode ends. Yeah. I, I don't understand like why anybody like put themselves in that situation at the okay party. Like, and, and at one point, like when they're sitting there and Kristen is like, I think Stassi or somebody was like, this is awkward. And Kristen's like, well, we're all best friends now. And I'm like, no, you're not. No. Like, why would you say that? You're friends with Sheena and that's it. Yeah. You're not even talking to anybody else. Right. So why would you, why would you say that? I don't know. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself in those situations. Like I probably wouldn't have gone to the party if I was any of them. (laughs) But then it makes sense, like, when Kristen said that, I thought back to, like, what Stassi had said to Ariana when she was like, Kristen's going to try to weasel her way back into the group. Mm. Yep. And I was like, maybe that was Kristen's reasoning of, like, being at the party. If she just thought, like, if everybody got drunk, everybody would be fine. And then they would, like, be friends because everybody was, like, loosey-goosey being drunk. And then yeah, maybe. it was going to blow over that way. A newsflash, Stassi ain't having it that way. Well, when you fuck your best friend's boyfriend, like things aren't just going to blow over. (laughs) No, that was a pretty big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and that's, and that's it. Because I feel like if it would have been anybody else, they could have had an affair with anybody else. But why those two? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to see what happens next. Yeah. So we really need a favor from you guys. We're not 
listen, we're not out here doing this podcast because we're trying to make money or like become famous or anything like that. Um, we're just having fun with it. But we also, it, there's not really a point in doing it if only like, you know, three people are listening to the podcast, which there are more than three people like, but <laughs> do really want to like put the podcast out there more and get more people to see it. And so we would just love if you guys would like share it, um, you know, in your Instagram stories or just like tell your friends about it. Or if you guys can um, rate and review on the actual podcast, that would be really awesome as well. Mm -hmm. Just anything for us to, you know, get get it out there more for people to listen to. Um, And as always, like if there's anything different that you guys want to hear or if you want us to incorporate like more of, you know, things that have already happened in comparisons to what's happening now, kind of like we talked about in the beginning of the episode, like we can definitely do that. We're open to all, any and all ideas. Yes. Let us know. Fun, but yeah, yeah. So we are ultimately, I mean, we want people to engage and enjoy listening. So we just need to know what you guys want. Yes. Yes. Definitely want engage. That's a good word. We definitely want that. So, well, um, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. And we will be back next week with season three, episode five. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>